It's Thursday. Today is Thursday. I've brought you the greatest gift of all. Oh, yeah? Well, in that case... Entertain me! It's showtime. Make use of the help that God puts around you. We are not a glum lot. A promise is a promise. It's very simple. Just don't drink and go to meetings. Give time, time. Easy does it. I do it. Want to have self-esteem? Just do esteemable things. One day at a time. We carry the message, not the alcoholic. Don't quit before the miracle happens. Hey, with an effective character, three guys sitting around talking about our personal experience in recovery. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Dennis. And I'm Mighty Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) The opinions are our own. We don't represent any particular organization, institution, or fellowship. Today, we'll be sharing our experience on make use of the help that God puts around you. In episode 122 of the Defective Characters podcast. Let's go. You guys are really? so lucky. You guys, God put Mighty Mouse with you. I know. It's, it's honestly been a while. I was wondering where the F he was. I know. Why haven't we seen a Mighty Mouse reboot? Like we, we see every other reboot in the world. Maybe that's what you're supposed to do, Dennis. I don't own the copyright to it. I can't do that. I'll bet you. I'll bet you Disney bought them off. <laughs> Too close no, because if it was Disney, they'd be using it. They'd be putting it everywhere. I don't even know. What is that? Is that a Hanna Barbera? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was just a separate. I don't know what company it was. Okay, but, but it has to be a company. It's well, someone owns it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, just can't can't pop up out of nowhere. Well, well, I think that's good. Well, James, since you're Mighty Mouse, and Mighty Mouse usually wins everything, why don't you uh, start us with the last seven days? How has everything been? I know you got a pretty exciting weekend coming up. Am I right? Yeah, uh, picking up the boys on Friday. Um, the wife is working, so I'll probably drive down alone, pick them up. Keep them for a three-day weekend, bring them back on Monday night. But it's cool because we'll be able to do uh, a late Christmas. I still got all the trees under the present. I mean, all the (laughs) (laughs) presents under the trees. (laughs) And um, I still have to wrap them. So talk about procrastination. And um, everything's good. Uh, Worked two doubles in a row, so I finally got off today. And then... uh, kind of got uh the sniffles i don't know if it's uh, it's probably a cold i hope it's not anything worse than that but uh, i'm feeling okay besides the sniffles talitha thinks it's the pollen in the air Mm. who could be sure not me not me what about you guys well good dennis you want to go next you want me to um i'll go okay i did absolutely nothing (laughs) like i don't know um let's see i tried to write like earlier in the week i guess and hey there's neptune walking by hi neptune sorry an entire planet apparently yeah that's amazing neptune's is chris's puppy okay not as cool neptune god of the sea that's what they said yes, he was um okay so i tried to write that didn't work out very well so i gotta give that another shot ask um, neptune what's up with sea beans <laughs> he already passed next time i see him i'll ask him what's up with sea beans 
Um, yeah. Uh, I was supposed to have lunch with uh, Steve and Mike yesterday, but that got canceled at the la- last second. So that was unfortunate. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, I drank caffeine on accident for the first time yesterday in like first time in like a, almost a year. So that was very interesting. Oh, I bet it felt great, right? Mm, it tasted uh. so good. And then I realized that it had caffeine in it. And then I like, what I got kind of, kind what of, kind of caffeine? Ex- espresso? Well, like my protein shakes I drink in the morning, they didn't have the normal flavor. So I just grabbed another flavor. I was like, all right, this one sounds interesting. And it was like a caramel latte. And I thought, there's just a flavor change, right? Uh, like, there's not going to be caffeine in a protein shake. And then um, I drank it. And then after I drank, like, half of it, I looked at the bottle and said, enough caffeine for a full cup of coffee. And I'm like, oh, oh man. Sweet. But I got kind of anxious. I don't know if it was necessarily from the caffeine or if it was from I me lying. Yeah, I bet it was knowing, like, knowing that, that it, like, yeah, like the fear of, oh, no, what's going to happen? Which, but I don't know. I didn't, I felt kind of nauseous and stuff. So I just went back to sleep. And when I woke up, I was fine. So, but yeah, it was weird. Well, but I have more of them. I don't know if I should try another one. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Should definitely do that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it was it, did it taste good? Oh, it tasted wonderful. It was oh, like a caramel yeah. latte. does that. Time, like, but it was like the first time I tasted coffee in like almost a year. And I like love coffee, you know? Mm. So it's like, uh, it was like eating ice cream after not eating ice cream for like half your life or something. Well, let, let me tell you, and this is not a, not a commercial. They do not give us any money. Quite the opposite. I give them money. But I told you guys that my get rich quick scheme is to really just not spend any money. So I signed up for that coffee subscription at Panera and they gave me a rundown of what 2021 looked like from March to the end of the year. And I (laughs) I got three hundred and twenty six cups of coffee. Wow. In nine months. Now it was iced coffee, so it's water down. Wow, not even a year. Seven hundred eighty-six dollars, what it would have cost, and Holy it, shit. so that's that's all the money I saved. So yeah, yeah. And so, now you should do the math and see if you got the same coffee at Starbucks. How much more it would have been? It would have been an additional dollar fifty, so three hundred dollar fifty. So it would have been over a thousand dollars. Wow. It would have been like twelve hundred bucks that it would have cost me in nine months. So it shows it shows you, you know, that uh, caffeine does kill a bank account. So yeah, you gotta you gotta be careful there. Um, and everything's uh, everything uh, else is is going well. Any appointments on the horizon, Dennis? Um, I got a doctor's appointment next month. The 19th, I got to do some stock stuff, but that's not important. Um, other than that, no. I got to I gotta write a movie because I want to make a movie. So yeah, that'll be I, a focus, I guess. 
I would. I I can't wait to be the key grip. You know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you, I'm, you can I'm you can be my PA. Yeah. The PA is the guy that goes gets all the coffee. Oh, I can do that. You might not get, actually make it back to uh, <laughs> to the set, but you know, just what you got to deal with. Um, yeah. And and with me, everything's good. I feel like I've been fighting something off the last like couple weeks, and I don't know. It might be allergies. It, it, nothing too crazy, like a headache here and there. And then my head's been stuffed up, so that's why I think it's nothing else. But I keep getting tested because there's a um, – I have to go out to Westgate River Ranch, which for me is a two-hour, <laughs> two 15-minute uh, drive. And they're making me do a rapid test as well before I uh, host this thing on what, Thursday what, what night. Is- what is Westgate River Ranch? It is like a rodeo, like so they have oh. a bunch of uh, cottages you can rent out and like teepees and actually do like the the actual what you would see on the old like the old west on the ranch and everything else. And they bring in performers and do singer songwriter things. So with my work, um, because somebody who I used to work with as like a co-host. She got uh, she got COVID, so she's been out all week, and I have been filling in. So I'm uh, I'm doing that. I think it'll be fun. It's just I didn't realize that it's going to be a five hour round trip. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be a good Thursday. But there have me do a because uh, there are still concerts and everything else. But they're having everybody do like rapid tests before you even go in. Um, so, which is, which is good. I'm not complaining about it. It's just an added layer. Uh, so that's that there. Uh, um, yeah, I think everything else has been good. I'm still waiting for my daughter has some speech therapy and they're doing some delays with the insurance. So I keep checking every single day to see if anything is going on with that. And that is, that is the last week. Everything's uh, pretty good. I know we had it's it's been a while since we had these normal episodes. I think last week, and normal, I mean ones that weren't uh, Christmas related or New Year's related. I think last week when we talked about stress was the first one where we jumped in. But before the holidays, we had been taking the slogans that were at the initial part of our podcast in our intro and kind of talking about those slogans and one that uh, i thought we did already but we didn't was one that danny m who told his story it's dennis's grand sponsor he says make use of the help that god puts around us or around you and um that's one that I, I did I sent some questions to you guys and Dennis just because there were some other points that you wanted to bring up I didn't know if you could get us started today um, with what that slogan means to you maybe some of the uh, the follow ups that I I sent you over too but what like what your take is on that slogan okay um, yeah my take is is the way I interpreted it is like. Uh, you know, make help with the, or make use of the help that God puts in front of you. 
in the context of like AA and stuff, I know like going in and before I went in and, and still even now, which is a, that I still got to work on is I have a tendency to like try to do everything myself or not do it at all. You know what I'm saying? And not necessarily like ask people for help or feel comfortable accepting help from other people and stuff like that. And like, you know, I, I feel that like God or our higher power or whatever doesn't want us to do everything alone. Like it's humans. We're like tribal animals. We're supposed to like do things together and rely on each other to be better than we could on our own. And I feel like going into AA, like me being as quiet as I am and like introverted as I am, it took a while for me to really like open up and stuff and like really even notice the help that was around me and stuff. And I think it's, it's a very important thing for us to do. It's like life is hard, you know, and like going through alcoholism or addiction and like being a newcomer is super hard and we can't do it alone. You know, most people that I see that come in that don't open up to like people in the group or like really like do the work and like be vulnerable and like accept people's like kindness and stuff usually don't last very long. They usually go back out or they repeatedly relapse until something finally clicks. And, um, you know, it's kind of like just what it means to me. It's like, it's like that old like saying that we hear a million times a year of like, you know, there's someone that was drowning and God sent a boat and the guy's like, Oh no, no, no. God's got me. I don't, I don't need your boat. He'll save me. And then he sends a, like a bigger boat and he's like, Oh no, no, go on. Uh, God's got me. I don't need help. And he sends a helicopter and same things like, Oh no, no, God's going to save me. I don't need your help kind of thing. And then he ends up drowning and dying. He goes up to heaven. He's like, what the hell, man? Like, why didn't you save me? And he's like, I sent two boats and a helicopter. You didn't take them. You know, and it, and, and, and also God doesn't like when you say "what the hell." Yeah, that that was funny. Oh. Up to him, says, what the hell? I, I think God's got a sense of humor. He's like, "You're I, going I down, bro." About the words for you. You know how I know God has a sense of humor? He made you, didn't? Ah, and and that God's brilliant, right? He has a brilliant sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least I didn't say what the f man. <laughs> I think that's fine. I think it, yeah. I think it's I think it's all good. Well, those those are good those are good points. And do you do you see uh, their growth or a change in what you I guess the relationship you had with a higher power before you came in to now? Like, was there a moment where you're like, oh? I feel like I'm changing as far as uh, as far as that goes, as far as the higher power goes. Um, I think there's definitely been a change, whether there was like an aha moment, like from coming in. I don't I don't know. I think like my relationship kind of changed a lot when I had my spiritual experience, like before I came into the rooms, you know, like 
what, like two years or more before I came into the rooms, I had that spiritual experience. And that like really changed it. But then I think over the course of like being in the rooms, I think it's become more personable in a way and more like a little more trusting and a lot less intense, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. James? Hi, Mike. Does it make any sense to you? Everything makes sense to me. Except the stuff that doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Except the stuff Dennis says. Well, no, Dennis, you're actually very in tune with your inner self and God and all the animals of this world. In fact, we could probably call you Dr. Doolittle if we wanted. Okay, if you want. Now, when I think of, um, you know, make use of the help God puts around you, which I've only heard that from Danny. And it's, I think we all liked it so much that we, uh, we asked him to do that one. Um, you know, when, when I was before the program, I, I was cut off from God. I didn't, I was agnostic for sure. Like, uh, God might be real. He might not be real, but, um, I was so just centered and selfish and, only thinking about uh, my next drink, uh, what can you do for me, um, that, um, you know, I didn't realize that God was helping me the whole time. And I've told this before that, um, I don't know if I'd said on the podcast, but when I was 14, I got baptized at a Bible church camp in an Alaskan lake. And it was in the water must have been like three degrees, but, oh, um, wow. you know, that you do the sinner's prayer and you're like, invite Jesus into your heart and everything. And I only did it because everyone else was doing it. And I was like, Oh, this, I might as well just fit in. Um, but I think in my heart, um, like when I did that, I think that, um, cause I do believe in Jesus and, and God, I believe that, somehow like God kind of watched over me a little bit more and this could all be in my mind but um, I think that there was many times where I could have been uh, dead um, arrested um, that he kind of gives me a few extra chances because of that I, I could be completely wrong and full of crap but you know it's what I believe and um, I think about when I finally had a, a real spiritual experience and then I came into the rooms, um, God's help. I could see back, like once my mind was clear of drugs and alcohol and I could I could really see where God had put people in my life to help me out, be it my parents, my in-laws, um, people who told me, oh, maybe you shouldn't go to this place tonight. You know, it's kind of a shady area or, you know, all these things. Um, like I could see that now. And then when I'm in the rooms and now I get a sponsor, um, the morning meeting is absolutely wonderful, you know, with, with big Al and Richard and Danny, all those guys, you know, from the, from the get go, they, they gravitated to us, meaning like we were the young guys and they could see that we were serious about AA. So they wanted to come and, and 
just talk to us and be nice to us. You know, I believe that God spoke through them in many ways. And um, so to me, the difference today is that I can be receptive to God's people, his children, uh, everyone in the world. Um, You know, if it's loving and kind, it's from God. If it's criticizing and mean, it's probably not from God. It's just a selfish alcoholic. (laughs) That's a good way for me to kind of discern. Um, And, you know, that's kind of the difference between here with God and uh, back then. Um, Coincidences. I think I see coincidences or use I used to, but now I know it's God. Um, and as far as newcomers, um, not trusting in God, um, I just say, give it time. You know, um, when I was in and out of the program before I actually came in, you know, the, I knew the God thing was, was kind of I didn't know I I really had no idea but you know unless you have like a spiritual experience you're not going to really believe one way or another well at least I didn't so I I feel like I'm rambling now go on Mike oh thanks James no no rambles (laughs) um yeah this this program is is great. I don't know how many hours I spent in in uh, the rooms, like in meetings and everything else. But the first year made me. I knew that my mind had changed, like probably two months in, because I had been going to a meeting a day anyway, and then two people that I work with also were in the program and the girl that was kind of like the secretary, her and I would go to the lunchtime meeting and we would ride together and then come back. And it was, there was just so much program going on in my head that it made me feel like I was a completely different person. Now, to the people around me, I don't think they saw the change. Like my wife at the time, she's still um, the toughest thing for me was not lot like lying. Like I don't know why, but it would still be my first uh, thought of that I'll like you know lie. So instead of in stuff that wasn't even a lie, like I would be like, oh yeah, I'm leaving. I'm leaving work now. But I knew that I still had like 15 minutes left of stuff to do at work. And then she's like, I thought you said you were leaving. And I said, well, I just had to finish something up. And she'd say, well, why are you lying? And uh, stuff like that of that was in October. So that was like a month in. And I'm like, I'm, I really I really have to completely change everything about myself. And I think that's when I fully committed that. Um, I had to let God in and do everything that I couldn't do, meaning uh, I had to be the best version of myself. So I woke up even earlier and I would do morning prayers and meditation um, even before I got to step 11 and learning what that was. I was already doing it because then when you get to step 11, it's easy, right? 
um, because you have a firm foundation of what it is. That's why like step 12 is the easiest because early on service kind of came in and I started doing stuff that my sponsor told me that ended up being service. So like, as you go, I think the, for me, the toughest thing to accept was that I had to trust that God was going to be everything that was around me, including that person, Crystal, that uh, I was talking about, that was the secretary. She told her story. Uh, I forgot. So like she introduced me to my first sponsor. I see that as the use that God is putting around me was her. And I wouldn't have seen that before. You know, there, there were no, uh, massively big moments like aha moments. Right. But as I told in my story, like drinking and driving was a huge part of it, you know, and it was just, it was almost, uh, in my head, it was out of necessity, right? Cause I needed to drink. I couldn't drink at home in fear of getting caught. So I drank in my car right down the road from my house. And God could have given me so many DUIs, car accidents, uh, any of that stuff, right? But I look at that. That's just, that wasn't my story. That wasn't supposed to be. And then when I came in and was told like, hey, everything that has happened in your life, that's God. Whether you choose to see it or not, you can say it's a coincidence, um, you know, the story that Dennis was talking about with the boat is a good one. Um, and you know, him telling God what the hell, um, which, which was a, it's a fun anecdote. Uh, I also just this morning heard one that I thought was great of uh, a friend of mine said he would go for a run every morning and tried to catch leaves as they were falling off the tree, right? So he, he would do it for years, and he was never able to actually catch a leaf. And one day, he was running and not even trying to catch a leaf. And he looked down in his palm, and a leaf had just fallen and landed there <laughs> and was in his palm. And he said, that's, that's God of I kept trying to catch these leaves, but I couldn't do it. And then when I stopped trying myself, it happened for me, you know, and it's stuff like that, that I really appreciate. A lot of people say it's corny, right? Uh, and that's totally fine, but I'm going to appreciate that what I have in my life is not due to me. And you know what? Also what I don't have in my life, I'm not supposed to have today. Um, there's been a lot of frustrations that I have had in sobriety that stuff's not going my way. And before I would kick and scream and I would run, I would just get the heck out of there, you know? Um, and I'm not supposed to do that today. I'm supposed to actually make sure that I got my sandals on, not my boots, but my sandals on and I'm going to just walk through this thing. Uh, there are a lot of newcomers that 
if somebody says they're in their first 30 days of sobriety in a meeting, I try not to stare, right? But I will glance at them whenever uh, God is brought up because I want to be reminded back to the first 30 days I was in the rooms because there's a lot of people have that have preconceived notions of God and not everybody, but a lot of people, it's not a good relationship that they felt that they could turn to. I know that's a part of my story um, until I had a new idea of what God meant to me, you know, one that will give me whatever I need at the time to get through. It is my job to use those tools to get through that. You know, I know that I have the solution to it because it's him, you know, it's like, what's in your toolbox? Well, you really don't need anything else in my opinion, but, but a higher power because that will lead you to a slogan that might help or a solution or somebody sharing, you know, Dennis shares in a meeting about anxiety or anything else, especially nowadays, there's more people that have anxiety that feel comfortable talking about it. And I'm fortunate um, as our, I'm, I'm sure James would say the same thing. We're very fortunate that Dennis is open about his anxiety and, and uh, is able to paint a picture of what he goes through. So that way other people can go, Oh, you know, I got a little bit of that because that's not something that I deal with, you know, just like uh, when James shares about going and picking up his kids and the strength that it takes to be a dad that knows to provide for his children that he loves so very much. He needs to make sure that he works doubles, that he does what he needs to do, that he gets graced with an automobile that can safely go pick them up and share about that. You know, all we have is our experience, strength and hope in this podcast. And I'm grateful that you have three channels that you might not agree with all of us, but um, you know, I'm, I'm very glad to have met you guys uh, a couple of years ago and I'm going to keep coming. So I rambled way too long. It was perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's, I think that's a, a great slogan that it's true, James. I don't think that I, I, there's other slogans that probably like there's four or five that all encompass that, but how Danny worded it, um, and he shares it at least, I would say once a week in a meeting, you know, that phrase will come up in his shares. I think it's important to, uh, to bring people in if they're not from the celebration area. Yeah. So, so that's what we got. Any any last words in this episode? Yeah. Here I come to save the day. When when James was uh, sharing, he mentioned like, oh, it might just be all in my head a couple of times, and that reminded me of in Harry Potter, where Dumbledore tells Harry that uh, just because it's in your head doesn't mean it's not real. Like when when I first heard that, I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty profound. And then James just reminded me of that. That's neat. Neato. Yeah, that is. It's not messy. You know, (laughs) but I would I would say, (laughs) well, 
I'll be back next Thursday sharing our experience, strength, and hope with you on episode 123. Wow. Uh, with an effective character is entirely ready to have all these character defects removed. Remember, make use of the help that God puts around you. Damn it. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. <laughs>